happy to be back with you again in the Artichoke Music Cafe. And after several years, Amy Maxwell is back on the podcast. She runs Ticket Tomato, the Oregon-based concert and venue ticketing company, trying to keep their head above water like the rest of us. What does the present look like? And what does the future hold? The first part we know. But the second is speculation, at best an educated guess. Amy is an expert, and that's why she's here. She also has a fun new company we'll be finding out about. She's wearing one of her items in that picture. Here's Amy Maxwell. Amy, welcome to the Artichoke uh, uh, Cafe. Here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, you did, we did one of these before, but it was at the coffee shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was the coffee shop over in Northwest. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was a bit ago. Long time ago. Well, you know, I mean, the <laughs> thing is, we've been doing this, this podcast for a long time now. I believe this is this is number 270. Wow. You know, uh, and uh, they're, always fun. they're always fun. They yeah. are. I yeah. enjoy it. It's yeah. great to yeah. catch up. Yeah. Um, Catch up. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> so much to talk about. <laughs> yeah, really, really. So Ticket Tomato is still going? Ticket Tomato is still going, and it's it's weathering the storm, and it's mm-hmm. going to come out all bright and shiny and super red and lovely. <laughs> is that, That's my goal. So anyways. Well, that's um, good to hear. The, yeah. You know, we've, um, we've really been trying to take it in stride, and... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was definitely, um, you know, kind of uh, eye-opening when everything first happened because yeah. it happened so rapidly. Um, it happened the weekend right before uh, St. Patrick's Day, and we had a number of big events um, that were occurring, and they were shut down as everything, you know, was yeah. was kind of transpiring, and and so there was no time to, you know, you know, react in a sense. We, I mean, we just had to kind of go with it. And so we've been trying to do the best that we can and navigate this whole thing and be there for our clients and pivot with them and build new technologies and, um, you know, deal with the transition of all the different events and the cancellations and Mm, stuff mm, in mm. the best way that we can. And we're pretty proud of what we've accomplished. So it's, it's been tough, but we're, we're proud of what we've done and, and, and then where we're going too. It has been tough. Mm -hmm. There's no question about that. No, no. And our industry, the live event industry has been greatly impacted. Right. And, um, you know, it's interesting because when it first happened, there were a lot of conversations with people. And what I never realized, which is totally true, is we're kind of shadow people. Right. Um, we work in the shadows. People yeah. don't know that we exist. They go to a festival and they see this, you know, temporary city pop up and all these people that make it happen. but. Yeah we don't really draw a lot of attention to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, it's been hard because we can't pivot like other industries. And uh, there's people out there who are really good people and very talented at what they do. And and they've they've been severely affected by this, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because everything stopped. Yeah, yeah, it has. We had, 
I mean, people who who listened to this last week know what I'm. You know, I, I, I did a, I did a solo last week just to sort of because it was our 11th anniversary. Oh wow! Just to catch everybody up. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, when everything stopped, I had pointed o- Oregon Music News in the direction of a multimedia publication. Right. We had 15 or 20 photographers out there taking pictures all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, all of a sudden, even to even to even today. Nobody wants to go out and shoot. Yeah, yeah. Even in in places that where there uh, there are actually are are uh, venues uh, mm-hmm. with music, live music. Nobody wants to go shoot that stuff. Yeah. And yeah. so that just you know, and then and then uh, Marty's Music Kitchen had to stop had to stop production, and, and mm-hmm. uh, Inessa had to stop inviting people to her house. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so and we, then we lost all of our advertising. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been impacted. I mean, we, um, it, for us, we had to shut down and either cancel or postpone, um, you know, many major events yeah. and um, communicate with people and, you know, let them know kind of what was going on and work with our clients and, you know, everybody kind of dealt with it a little different. You know, some mm-hmm. were more immediate um than others you know like we were a part of kel's irish festival that was happening and for them it was just you know it happened so fast and so everything was you know kind of rolling you know pretty good and and um and then others of course um Mm -hmm. like some of the summer festivals and stuff they had a little bit of time before they decided to make their decision to not happen and so we could prepare a little bit Mm -hmm. but it it you know, the part that was the hardest for me was the emotional connection people have with these cultural events, yep. venues, yep. you know, musicians, yep. artists. Mm-hmm. They were, it, it was hard for them because they all of a sudden lost that connection and yep. Yep. something that they were really looking forward to. And mm-hmm. there's a little bit of a grieving process that's gone on Absolutely. with it. And um, so it was fascinating because a lot of the conversations that we were having with people were, you know, transactional, mm-hmm. but then they were also sometimes just having and listening to them yep. talk and share yeah. about yeah. their, you know, sadness, frustration mm-hmm. or disappointment and stuff. And so it, uh, the beautiful part of that is that I think it gave us um, a more human Mm-hmm. side to what it is we do yeah. and the importance of what these events and venues and artists and stuff are to our community. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I'm thankful for that. Well, good, and well, this, well, so what's one good thing that came out of it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's been some others, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you started streaming, huh? Yes, we did. So, um, my team, my programming team, um, we, you know, got together and we talked about it and um, I could see the writing on the wall in the sense that the streaming was going to be here to stay. Yeah. I mean, I saw how all the artists immediately jumped into that um, arena. And um, and of course, at that time, uh, Facebook and YouTube and 
and these other platforms yeah. were the the right platform to use. Mm-hmm. And of course, asking people for donations to their PayPal accounts, mm-hmm. Venmo, and yeah. you know all of that stuff was a really good um, method. And initially, it w- it was good. And then, what I could see is that um, the streaming component was going to stay no matter what. Mm-hmm. And so. I felt for our clients, this would be another method Mm -hmm. of connecting with attendees and people that maybe couldn't travel to a festival or a club show or something like that and still reach out and connect to um, the consumer or the attendee and it would be another revenue stream down Mm -hmm. the road. Yeah. So I, and I also anticipated that there was gonna be a shift And people were going to start looking at the streams and the shows in a different light. Not only the attendees and people wanting to connect with the artists, but Mm -hmm. also the artists themselves. Mm -hmm. And we've already started to see that where bigger productions are happening, more thoughts going into it. Kind of like you would do for a special show at a club or Mm -hmm. a theater or whatever. And so... um, when you get to that point and you're not just doing something out of your basement or your studio at home or on your phone yeah when you get to that point where you're putting more resources into it and you're getting deeper and more creative there was going to be a time when asking for a ticket or doing a ticketed live stream or stream became reasonable Mm-hmm. And um, we're starting to see that now, where people are willing to pay for really well-produced content. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm excited to see where it goes. And um, we have quite a few holiday shows mm-hmm. that are coming out, um, mm-hmm. different artists that are working with us, um, you know, well-known artists here in Portland, um, Michael Harrison, Andy Stokes. Um, and um, I'm probably going to see some of that with new year's as well taking place you know replacing the you know typical new year's eve events so we've got one this week really don't you oh yes we do (laughs) i thought you said we do yeah no we do do. yeah we do (laughs) yes taj mahal and yeah Yeah. that was a partnership that winthrop uh Uh blues festival did um with taj mahal's um management and um and that's that's the other piece that is really exciting is that the agencies and the management companies are Mm -hmm. starting to get involved and creative with this as well Mm -hmm. and realizing that artists you know like a mavis staples and a taj mahal they're not going to fly anywhere to do something and and especially now it's it yes it could be very detrimental yeah Yeah. to their health and so this is a way for them to connect with you know artists and things and so it was really exciting to see the partnership come through Winthrop and Mm -hmm. um and to you know kind of do the um the partnership and and support because that's kind of the best of both worlds Mm because you're giving something to people who are attending um the um, you know, who have attended some of these festivals and mm-hmm. events that still want to have some experience with these these artists and different people. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. exciting. It is interesting. Um, our managing director, Scott Cunningham. Oh, yes. 
yes. has, has started to do some of those too. Uh, he bought some gear and mm-hmm. you know, he, did, he did a couple of nice ones with Mel Brown, Dan uh, Dan Balmer and uh, Carlton Jackson and oh great one with uh, uh, Louis Payne and yeah uh, you know anyway, so uh, but you know um, the uh, the level of production has gonna has to be good that's the that's the thing yeah. people people are going to expect that if they're going to pay for it don't yes. you think absolutely and you know I the conversations that I've been having with um, you know, artists and things is I've been really kind of pushing them Mm -hmm. and saying, you know, approach this like you would a show that you would be putting together at a club or a special, you know, holiday event that would happen, Mm -hmm. you know, right after Thanksgiving and, Mm -hmm. and, um, get creative and have, you know, special guests and, you know, figure out different ways to kind of enhance the overall production. Work mm-hmm. with, you know, um, videographers that yeah. have this the gear and the ability to really, you know, shoot some good content. And whether it's something that's assembled and put together to, to stream at a later date or if it's live, you know. Um, and... And, you know, some people have been doing GoFundMes to help, you know, pay for the production side of stuff, which is is really great. And not only that, um, they're going to have this content afterwards that they can use. So they can use it for promotional tools, Mm -hmm. you know, um, stuff on their website, you know, different things. So it's not just the show purpose, but it could be, you know, something that lasts you know, for some time. Well, that's the thing, you mm-hmm. know, you know, uh, it's, you know, it'll stay on YouTube and mm-hmm. stay on Facebook or whatever, this, uh, the millions of platforms that are up there. Um, uh, can you uh, give us a, an idea of, of other, other stream, streaming shows for the rest of the year? Um, yeah, well, so right now, like I said, um, we're working with Michael Harrison on his uh-huh. holiday show. So he mm-hmm. used to do the, you know, concerts at the old church. Yeah. And so he filmed that and at the old church? he did at wow. the old church. And so all of that is being put together as a mm-hmm. holiday special. And then we'll be airing it the month of December. Um, and we'll have different times throughout the whole month and you'll be able to stream it for 48 hours. Mm-hmm. And then in addition to that, he's, you know, selling some CDs and holiday ornaments mm-hmm. and a DVD of the, um, of the broadcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so that if you want to have a permanent copy of it, yeah. you can. Um, and so um, so we're doing that with him. And like I said, we've been talking with Andy Stokes about mm-hmm. some things. We actually have some dance performances where some dance groups or some, you know, um, companies are wanting to do like the uh-huh. Nutcracker uh-huh. Um, over the holidays. And so we're looking at working with um, them in the same way. So all of these conversations mm-hmm. are happening right now. And, and then I've also been personally, um, reaching out to, you know, different musicians and things that I know, mm-hmm. um, kind of putting the bug in their ear saying, yeah. Hey, have you thought about this? Yeah. And let's, let's do something. And, uh, because it gives them an avenue to maybe, um, earn some money. Uh-huh. And it also gives people something to have during the holidays that will help them celebrate, yeah. 
and have some joy and you know festive time when all of us are going to be spending more time indoors right you know um what popped up on my facebook page the other day was uh, uh, something i had put up i don't know four years ago maybe really when andy stokes did his i guess was it a marvin gay show yes yeah at jimmy max yep Mm -hmm. and i just thought Man, I wish you could do that again. Mm-hmm. I wish you could. Sl- I wish you could stream that again. I would love, you know, this would be some permanent record because that was, that was spectacular. That was a really All good show. All of his show, that, yeah. the, 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 the night he did love songs, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. uh, uh, Andy Stokes is beloved around here. Oh, know? absolutely. I mean, he's he's been doing a lot. I mean, he's yeah. in. Uh, well, he Van- he's had hits. Yeah, and yeah. he's he's in Vancouver right now. I know. And uh, we actually had a conversation yesterday on the phone and uh, we're talking about how difficult it is for him to get down here because the borders are closed. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, occasionally he does make his way back down here for, you know, various things. But um, um, and of course, he's they're staying safe up there, which is really good. But and as you know, he's also a, a Naris board member um Mm -hmm. and very involved in the pacific northwest chapter you know for Mm -hmm. the grammy association and stuff and so yeah he's um he's doing good and and i should maybe make mention of that maybe he'll uh want to pull that out pull that out it was (laughs) fabulous it's just fabulous yeah i mean it was uh i mean just you could you could hear a pin drop yeah yeah i know yeah yeah he's just really flourish so much yes. and um yeah. Yeah. just excited for the success that he's had and yeah. with the different recordings and yeah you know um, when, uh, I, I, for, a good, for a couple of years i guess three years i did a, a weekly dj thing at uh, uh at uh, in northwest and um at the joe at the joe bar oh yes joe bar yeah yeah <laughs> and every time i put on best day ever yeah Everybody stopped and listened. Mm-hmm. I could play a million other things. People just kept on eating and talking. And as soon as I put on Best Day Ever by Andy Stokes, everybody stopped and listened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I know. He actually just posted that over the weekend. Um, I think he was celebrating. But anyways. When he posted that song? He posted the song. Yeah, video oh. of him singing it on. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, and yeah, it was really. He did it on Facebook, which yeah. was really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Then he, I, last time I last time I had him on on the podcast, he had just released that thing with Snoop Dogg. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh yeah. my gosh. But anyway, uh, you know, it's just it was, it was it was wonderful and very sad to look at what I had written about the night at Jimmy Max. Yeah. And realize that's never going to happen. Yeah. At least not for a long time. Well, for for a while, and yeah. hopefully after we quarantine. Yeah you know, we'll all be able to get back together and, and, you know, get to the clubs. And, and I think everybody's going to have a deeper appreciation absolutely for what we've lost. Yes. And, yes. um, I think that it'll, uh, there'll be more, you know, kind of openness yep. and yep. respect for the musicians and the craft and yep. what that, that has provided us, yep. you know, in our life. So, I'm hoping that the, you know, that once things open back up, that it, it, you know, people, people start participating in, in live arts and yeah. music and yeah. culture 
again. Have you heard anything about the Blues Festival? Um, you know, the Blues Festival, they are keeping their ear to the ground yeah, and they're yeah, they're in touch with all of the officials in the city and they're really being creative um you know of course they did their bandwagon yep, um yep. stuff and they did a partnership with kabu and was that was that was really good yeah and so That's they like, like wwoz did right yeah. yeah and so they they really you know kind of pivoted you know this year yeah. and i think that um you know, it's a very large event, yeah. so it may not uh, look the same, uh -huh. um, you know, coming up in 2021, but they're all keeping their, you know, focus on what's happening yeah. and yeah. Um, staying connected to the community. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, so I've, they're, they're doing a great job weathering the storm. Right. right. So it's a, it's a gem to our city, so you know i know there's a time coming up in about a, in about six weeks when i would have sat down with peter and talked to him about who's who he's booked already right you know yeah yeah i know oh, it's boy. yeah it is everybody's um you know everybody's kind of regular lives are yeah. on hold or yeah pivoted or yeah. or something and um but you know he's peter's doing peter's doing good we've had a couple of social distance coffees together uh -huh. and, <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> and um you know kind of chatting about the state of the world and the state of the the music industry all of us i think are very supportive in um keeping you know the venues uh -huh. here uh -huh. um ticket tomatoes been you know involved in and in, in the neva movement um so with the the venues and we mm -hmm. um got out there and helped promote and support save mm -hmm. our stages yeah. and um we're also working with the live events industry of oregon um to mm -hmm. you know to help them have you gotten some help um, well, yes. I mean, we well, we got some help from. No, not really. That's just supposed, just yeah, supposed yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> we yes, we we have received some help. Um, but we're also trying to advocate for the industry as a whole. You know, just because it's of course it's very very important, and we're going to be one of the the last ones to open back right. up. So that's this. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's it's impossible to tell what's going to happen. Um, it, it is. I mean, there's some very creative things happening. Um, so I'm a board member of the Washington Festival and Events Association. Uh -huh. And we recently had a um, virtual trade show. Uh -huh. And there were many different people from around the world that were speakers uh -huh. at it. Um, we actually had some event producers from England. Uh -huh. And there were some very creative things that they had done. Um, that they shared with us, um, you know, one was having um, this outdoor music festival where it was nothing but a bunch of picnic tables huh. and people would buy a table yeah. and there was timed seating. So everybody would huh. get a time that they'd come in and get uh -huh. seated. Uh -huh. And I think that um, we'll be seeing more of that, you know, uh -huh. so we saw a lot with the drive-ins yeah. and I think we'll still see some of that, but uh -huh. I think it's going to kind of move to creating these mm -hmm. pods and spaces um they well, also shared stuff about the the platforms that uh -huh. they were putting out uh -huh. um at some of the festivals over there and, well, and wasn't so, there an experiment in germany 
there recently, yeah, there was there. Polestar uh, yeah. published a, an experiment where they put people in an arena and they um, simulated um, uh, move, the movement of air quality by using fog machines. They had performers, <laughs> they had everybody in mass and they traced them, they tracked them and um, people were super comfortable. Mm -hmm. Everybody wore their masks. Um, and as far as I know, there wasn't any signs or mm. development of, of the virus or anything. Yeah. And it was actually pretty successful the way that they social distanced it and um, mm -hmm. situated it. Yeah. So that was actually something that recently just came out that was pretty promising. Yeah. Um, well, I would like to be so. sitting here next year talking to you without a mask. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> there so, will be a day. So tell me about this t-shirt company you've got going. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So um, it's my side hustle, um, <laughs> and once an entrepreneur, always an entrepreneur. Of course. Uh, so it's um, a t-shirt company that is focused on empowering women, uh -huh. and um, it started off as t-shirts, and now it's moving into kind of lifestyle. So uh -huh. we launched a journal. We've got some candles that are coming, um, and uh, and it it came out of. Um, a conversation I had with my good friend, Nicole DaCosta, uh -huh. who was on the CW and coin. Um, and we were at Starbucks and we were kind of joking around about, you know, different things and life changes yeah. and, and, and all these, you know, experiences that w the two of us were having. And, um, I made a comment about, well, what do we have to do? Write it on a t-shirt. And we both started laughing super hard. And so I jokingly went back to my office and made t-shirts. And then like a couple <laughs> of days later, you know, took it to her when we met again. And she's like, oh my God. She's like, you actually did it. Like you, <laughs> you wrote it on a t-shirt. And, um, and then I said to her, I said, you know, the funny thing is, is that I wore this and everybody was asking me where I got it. <laughs> and I'm like, I made it like I, <laughs> I had it made. And, um, and so we, we both just go, should we like try to sell these? And, and so then the next thing we knew we're starting a company and, and we, um, uh, a pro portion of our proceeds benefit Girls Incorporated. Uh -huh. So it's important to both her and I that we support and empower young women coming up, following in our footsteps. And there were people who, you know, kind of blazed the trail for us. Uh -huh. And so we want to do the same. And it, the whole project itself comes from a place of love. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. it's just really wanting to celebrate women and um, it kind of coincided with the Me Too movement uh -huh. and, uh -huh. you know, what's happening right now. Yes. I mean, the glass ceiling is shattering all over the place. Yeah, and yeah. And, um, and it's something that I'm, I'm really proud of. And, you know, I have to say, I've, I've experienced that. I mean, I've uh -huh. worked in the music industry for over 20 years. Right. And it's a male-dominated arena. Right. And there have been times where I have you know, not been treated favorably yeah. or, you know, really treated with respect. And I've had to prove myself and I've had to work really, really hard yeah. to prove myself. And so I don't want young girls and women to have to 
deal with that yeah. the same way I have. So if there's yeah. something I can do now to help create that change, then I will. And part of it is what we're doing right now with that company. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, I know, I just get into all sorts of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've always been, you've always been in charge. Oh, well, thank you. you know, that's obvious. <laughs> you thank <know>. you. <laughs> I just, I, I mean, I just love it. Like if there's something that I'm passionate about, you uh -huh. know, or believe in, or I get inspired about, you know, I figure why not try it? You know, right. even if I fail, I will have learned something. Right, right. right. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Okay. <laughs> well, listen, um, best of luck with uh, Taj Mahal this week and uh, all the rest of the show's you know, and uh, thank you for putting 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 music back in uh, musicians back in touch with the with their audience. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. that's there. Like you know, I've been in the industry for a long time, and and yes, I make my living this way, and yes, I have a company, but um, there's you know there's something special, and um, I will fight you know, tooth and nail and support these artists and musicians. And, and, um, there, I have some very beautiful people in my life that I've been fortunate, you know, to have there yeah. and experience. Some have left and, you know, gone to the heavens above and others are still, you know, yeah. here with me. And, yeah. um, it's a group of people that are worth fighting for. So, and with doing. that, Thank you very much for coming by. You're welcome. Always great to see you. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate it. Bye.